Hey, what it do with the business is? It is another week in the books with the On Deck TV podcast. I am Spike Lou. Man, I'll let your boy Animal Brown. Animal underscore Brown, of course, if you are looking for me on social media. I am Spike Lou on those same social sites. Man, how you holding up out there, man? Pandemic strong, ain't you? I'm good, man. I-, <laughs> I had three COVID tests over the last two weeks. Shit, you got to when you hit that beach up, man. Had fun in Tulum. Yeah, man, I finally got to take a little vacation, man. Uh, Tulum was cool if you're yeah. old and washed. Uh, that's me, then. That's got me written all over. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Do not believe the hype with Instagram when you see where it's turned up. And I don't know either, though, because the pandemic had gotten a little further along. Yeah, yeah. More people had been affected, so they shut a lot of bars and stuff down. But it was fun. You know, I just go to chill. I don't go out to party or nothing like that. I just want to lay back and eat good. But the food, let me tell you one thing I'm out on is the food in Mexico. The whole country? (laughs) The whole country. Just from that one visit. Now, I've been to Cancun and the food was bad. I had two different experiences in Mexico and the food was bad. So I'm not sure what's going on with that, man. the last thing that I want is bad food on vacation. That really pisses yeah. me off. That, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard the water was bad, though, so I don't I, I didn't, I ain't heard about the food. They say they don't drink the water in Mexico. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, you ain't supposed to drink out of the faucet. Just because, okay. like, they... You definitely had the water. <laughs> I think so. It might, I may have had the water. It may, the bottled water may even be bad. But yeah, they got different bacteria. So, yo, like, we, yeah. our stomach's not used to that shit. So, yeah. Mexico's just different, man. Tulum is still under construction, too. Like, it's not as developed. I won't say as turned up as it looks on Instagram. It's not as developed as it looks. Like, people find the good places to take pictures over there. Mm. I think one of the bigger reasons that it got so much attention because it was open during the pandemic. Yep. Uh, but as when I got over there, you could tell, like, it's four, five years away from being, like, nice. Yeah, it's gonna yeah, be yeah. dope when it get built up, but it just—it's not time to go over there yet. If you're trying to turn up and have a good old time, that's not it at all. Going to Cancun or something. Yeah, vacation talk, man. I'm ready to get on a flight somewhere my damn self. Oh um, man, what's holding you back? You just waiting till everything die down. Yeah, I'm chilling. I ain't in no hurry. I'm, uh, you know, what I'm saying, uh, once I once once it's time, you know, what I mean, and, and ain't no no restrictions and shit, then I'm gonna I'm bounce. Me, my nigga, I'm gonna keep getting these COVID tests. I'm going to the Dallas game on Thanksgiving. I'm going to Denver in November. I'm going. To, I'm going to Costa Rica. Fuck that. Let's go. I can respect this is, and I accept it Nick both times. Um, Y'all stay safe. Action, action packed show today, guys. Um, listen, Jay Z potentially got a big play with the NFL. Uh, do we have a JD and Puff versus on the way? And also, we are previewing the fourth quarter, man. Fall and winter is almost upon us. We're going to preview these last handful of months and talk about some of the big projects that we got coming on deck. But first, the talk of the hip hop week Karen Civil was getting a whole lot of heat from hip-hop artists after she lost a lawsuit, number one, and then Joyner Lucas came out and told his story of how she hit him for 60 large over the head, robbed him. Now, other people are coming out with similar stories. If you remember, Cameron had a similar story a couple of years ago, and other celebrities and musicians are coming out. My question is, do you believe this, or do you just need to hear her side of the story? I mean, that's a great question. And... As you start to get more into the music industry, you understand that 
you know, some services are not actually tangible, right. if that makes sense. And what I mean by that is you're paying for processes. And I'll get more into that when I talk about Jordan Lucas and Cameron and the rappers. But this came about because of Jesse Wu. Yep. Uh, uh, also a Haitian American lady that was in the music business. She thought that Karen Silva was going to, you know, help her further her career along. Yep. And Karen Sybil served, she said the girl was defaming her character online, Karen Sybil did, and she sued her for defamation. She couldn't find her, so she threw a fake party to serve her papers. That's crazy. To take her to court. That's nasty. So she, she fake booked her under a fake booking agency, got the lady to come, and when she got there on camera, yeah. served her papers. That's disgusting. <laughs> Karen Silver. And when that's a different think, way, of, that's a different way of thinking, bro. That's nasty. Yeah. And, and, and when you, like you said, you hit on a key point right then when you say a different way of thinking, someone who thinks like that, yeah, you running off with $60,000 to join Lucas money. Cause what he going to do? That's true. And what are you going to do? Yeah. And the same thing I, I almost would say for Duke, the God, the same thing I, almost would say for Meek Mill and other people that started speaking up, but there's another side to this. And I want to shoot Karen Civil some bail in this. When I'm talking about services rendered, we've dealt with this before. Yep. When you're paying for promotional or uh, PR people, you're not actually paying for uh, a specific serve a good, like you're not getting anything tangible in return. What you're paying for is a process. Mm. I'm telling you that I've done this process before. I have networks in place that, when we go through my process on the end of it, you should be in a better position. I can't promise you anything. Joiner Lucas, you know what I'm saying? An early Meek Mill, mm-hmm. Duke the God, Cameron Street guy who trying to get on outside of Dipset. I can't promise you anything, but if all my connections work out and everything on the process work, you might blow up. Yeah. And, and that's we, the thing. Might, might, might is the key word. Yeah, and um, you can't hold, and, and to wrap it up, you can't hold Karen Sybil responsible for that because, like, Freddie Gill spoke up and said, she didn't do that to me, and I paid her money. It's not because you're a real nigga, unfortunately, Freddie Gibbs. It's just because it worked that time, my nigga. Like, sit down, stop asking for attention. It's just like it works sometimes and sometimes it doesn't. And when you're dealing with artists, sometimes artists are very arrogant, and I think Joyner Lucas, he kind of gives me that vibe. He gives me the vibe of a nigga blowing you up on vacation. Like, hey, why are you not pushing my single? Like, bro, you gave me 60 racks. You didn't give me a million. I'm not going to make miracles happen, my nigga. <laughs> and I say all that to say, like, it's it's a real thin line that you walk. So I, I see both sides of this. And I, I'd love to hear Karen Sybil's response before I just label her guilty here. But the, the beginning of it is where she booked that party with that lady is nasty. I had to discuss that first. Yeah. She also did something similarly, just as nasty to um, a blogger um, who was upset and was claiming that she she hit him for some money, too. Uh, she did some foul shit with him, but she owned up to it too, though. Um, so that, I, I was she, like, damn, she at least she owned up shit. to it. Yeah, she hacked into his shit. Yeah, yeah so she, she, ha- she paid hackers to hack into his website. Yeah, and she was like, she was the hip hop's Olivia Pope. Like, my girl, relax. Yeah. Like, relax. You taking all of this way too serious, <laughs> which is why, like, and, and I ain't saying that to like say that she's not like quote unquote big deal and couldn't make things happen for you. But hip hop's Olivia Pope, like, hip hop don't need 
an Olivia Pope, my girl. Just do what you say you're going to do. Like you ain't got to hack into niggas DMs. You ain't got to go back and forth. And to her credit, she ain't came out and been arguing with niggas about it. But no, well, well it, it got heated on on Clubhouse. They, they, I didn't hear they, the Clubhouse clip. She was yeah. on there. I thought they were just discussing. No, she was on there. Joiner was um, on there too. And so it got a little heated because because Joiner was saying that, bro, like this was in no uncertain words. Like this was my last sixty bands that I had invested in me. And my first child was born. Like I was like back against the wall. We're trying to make this career shit work, or I'm gonna have to go work at Pizza Hut. Like it was one of them type of plays. And he but he feels like what he paid her for it didn't happen, which I'm sure if you talk to people who work in these services, these industries, they get that a lot. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say, bro. Like, so this is circumstance, dude. Don't come to me with your last sixty racks, then, my nigga. Like, <laughs> and, and, I, and I ain't even trying to be funny. Like, if I'm Karen Silver, that's how I respond. Like, bro, I'm not here to make magic happen, my nigga. You're hiring me to help you out. Mm. Like, you still got work to do. And we talked about this with Wendy. Like, motherfuckers, she said, like, what? A hundred and something? hundred and fifty. Just to even get the conversation started. I'm cutting you a deal, my nigga. <laughs> that's half price. <laughs> And, and like I say, we make I'm making a little light of it, but I, I like Jordan Lucas, like, bro, I, I don't I don't feel sorry for you because it's a lot of niggas that have spent a lot less and got ran off on. You telling me you got 60 racks like I know rappers that would have made it happen for them 60. Like they wouldn't have had to go get Karen Civil. They working on budgets like like three thousand, my nigga, <laughs> putting out whole projects like and like. So you telling me like niggas being able to get 60,000 together and pay somebody to do something for you did you telling me oh I would have had to go work at Domino's my nigga like nah bro like I don't feel sorry for that her her whole defense is that people are flying off the handle not understanding the back end processes of what she does and who gets paid and she keeps sense. the receipts she says she got all of the receipts of the yeah. services rendered when you hire somebody to do x y and z for the party for the album listening nice. party and you hire this yeah. person and that person the graphic person and yes, sir. saying that I'm doing all of that and because you're not there while I'm literally calling these plays you think i done ran off with 58 of your 60 bands and that's not how it go but here's the thing when you do nasty ass shit like hacking the niggas blogs and send that set up fake parties that's then you don't get the benefit of the doubt that's a like the only reason this shit came out is because of jessica Wu and what she was saying like jordan lucas had been saying this shit don't nobody feel sorry for this nigga Cam had been saying this too, though. Cameron had been saying this. Meek yeah. had brought it up before too. When you do nasty, disgusting shit, that's when the shit coming back on Karen Civil. But like, like the rest of y'all niggas, like, oh, who well? So, like Freddie Gibbs, it didn't work on him. Like, there's a back end for it. And until somebody like the young lady that spoke out comes out and says something, you don't have to show receipts because either it work or it don't. Yeah, like I don't care how much you had to pay to get the radio interview, my nigga. Did you get the radio interview or not? Or not? And yeah. like, yeah, like Joanna Lucas ain't asking those questions before she came out with this. And he's like, oh, let me pile on. So Karen Silver got a good point with that. Yeah, shout out to Karen Silver though, man. I met her at Complex Con, had a twenty minute conversation girl. with her. She seemed cool to me. That's your girl. You dodged a bullet, nigga. You tried to hear me. You were lining me up. This thing you ain't give her no business plan, nigga. She'd have been out of her own. A phone call going straight to voicemail. I'm telling you, you just cash at me like 13,000 right now. Have your podcast like the next big thing. She seemed nice, man. She seemed nice. I get you, man. 
Shout out oh. to we love to hear your side. Come holler at us. Thanks. We definitely have an open invitation. You do come tell us what's going on with it, though. Absolutely, man. Next up, speaking of invitation, man, Jermaine Dupree has invited mm-hmm. Puff. <laughs> Jermaine Dupree has invited sure. Puff, man, to a versus battle. Um, they even had a shouting match on IG with Snoop Dogg and um, Fat Joe present. It was hilarious. Are you here for Jermaine Dupree versus Puff? Listen, man, I'm going to take a ride here, so I'm going to get there, I promise you. But a lot of times people wonder why I started podcasting. For sure. It was because of Rap City and, you know, that void being left of not seeing anything hip-hop related on TV. So we wanted to get into this space. Thanks. As we've graduated into this, one of the reasons that I take this seriously and still continue to do it is to give the South a voice. And this is one of the moments that I'm glad that I'm from the South because I've heard Joe Buttons, Fat Joe, uh, who else is it? Somebody else that I can't remember. Who else? You, you just said somebody else. But the oh, Nori, yeah, the Jerry Champs, like the disrespect, the niggas like JD, Tip, yeah. uh, Wayne, like yeah. all of these people, like, if we doing a versus and you want to talk about, and, and the reason that I bring all of this up because I think that Puff is disrespecting JD being from the South. First of all, by saying I'm leading with victory, my nigga, do you know who JD is? <laughs> Which song off of Confessions do you want me to play to beat victory then? <laughs> like, let's do it like that since you disrespected me. And the reason I brought up all those names and took that long path to get here, I think we have that a lot in the tagline for this podcast is the South got something to say. People got the South fucked up. Puff talking to JD like it, like my nigga, I'm gonna play Victory and I can just play uh, I think he said Mary and Big Records. Like, dude, Jermaine Dupree, like, come on. Yeah. Same thing when 50 Cent was like, oh, I wouldn't battle TI, and then Buster Rhymes try to jump in. Like, bro, it ain't a nigga on the East Coast that got 20 songs for TI that ain't named Jay-Z. <laughs> Like, and, and niggas try to act like, oh, well, I wouldn't do this with this guy from the South. Like, Nori's sitting there talking to Trick Daddy. Like, who you like? He will watch Nori in a versus, dude. Trick Daddy mm-hmm. will. Yeah. And I say that, like, they running around this like, oh, we still the Mecca. Like, I feel like the only person that has a pass that could win a, a versus against somebody from the South, I don't think that it's Puff. I think it's, like, Hove got a strong 20. But if I'm naming Wayne, I don't know nobody from other than Hove just beating him from the East Coast. And you can have Philly and D.C. and Vermont and all the other places up and down the coastline if you want to, too. But Wayne, I don't see nobody from the East Coast beating him. Tip, same thing with J.D., Jay Prince, Cash Money, No Limit, Outcast, UGK, all from the South. And if you had to go outside of the South to find them a matches in versus East Coast or even West if they won't smoke, they not getting beat. Unless the person's name is Jay-Z. So to wrap this point up, yeah. the South has something to say and Puff got JD fucked up talking about, oh, you don't belong on the same stage with me and the only person that I was do with Dre. Like, nah, my nigga JD is a heavyweight and he don't get the respect he should because he's from the South. I agree. Um, I think Puff's response to JD's uh, challenge was disrespectful. Uh, your arm's too short to box with the guy. Like, Puff, r- Puff, Puff. R- Listen, and with uh, with the utmost respect to Bad Boy, because the catalog is stupid. Like, yeah. let's not be let's be clear, the Bad Boy catalog is bananas. Yeah, 
However, so is Jermaine Dupri. Matter of fact, do you know how many Jermaine Dupri songs have already been played in different verses up until this point? He could exclude all of them and still, and still have, have like the, the the disrespect that Puff trying to show. And I understand Puff like walking in his the aura you're great you're great my nigga but don't do jd like that and i think it's just because we're from the south if we're gonna keep it 100 moving beyond jd and 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 puff like if ti pulled 20 out like he he walked not washed but if it was a nas and this is like the second whoa this guy on the east coast i'm taking ti in a nas like if we do a ti and nas that's not gonna match. That's not a good matchup. They make two. They're, 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 the music that they make is too different. That's fair, but the only reason I went to Nas because that's the first person that people run to as far as hot as far as hierarchy for MCs. Yeah, on the East Coast, and yeah, I'm going. I'm telling you that Ti may not be the second best rapper from the South, but he can take the second best rapper from the East Coast if we're going twenty for twenty. It would be. A, it would. It would be a bad. That would be a bad matchup, but I, I will say this though: they've already been disrespected, Jermaine Dupri, because at first it was supposed to be Track Masters versus Jermaine Dupri, and Jermaine Dupri was like, "Hey, y'all, don't do me any." Kind I'm of not. Way. Yeah, it's just what I'm saying. Don't I do me any kind of way, man. Don't yeah, don't on, like put some respect on my name, Puff. Now I will say this though: Puff and versus Dre is a bigger draw. Sure. Obviously, <laughs> it's two hip hop billionaires. That's a huge draw. But okay. musically, Puff and Jermaine Dupri actually makes more sense, though. Yeah, if we're talking about doing this for what this started for, right? And that's the battle, the music, and the, the hits. Each the hits, not the money draw. It wasn't right. no commercials. If we were still doing this on IG. And it's puffing, like you said, JD. That's a Let's thing. do this all that. day. I got confessions. I got Mariah. I like. What do you want to hear, my nigga? What do I need to play? Which one of these diamond hits do I need to play? I can go back to crisscross, my nigga. Yeah, like it's just, it's, it's, come on, bro. And puff and and, and JD writes his stuff too. So yeah, like ain't no telling what he gonna pull out of the woodworks when we ain't know he had a string or two he played on. Oh, let me send this over to JD. Let him do the final thing on here. He hey, come on, bro. Same thing for Puff though. I'm not disrespecting Puff and saying that he hasn't done the same, but for him to think that JD ain't in the same ballpark as him is fucking nuts. Yeah, he was and it's a trend that's coming from New York rappers, Nori, and all of the rest of y'all niggas. I got us fucked up. Let y'all know that. They was tripping, and I stole your question last time, so I'm finna go ahead and do this one. You might well run off for him, man. Oh, shit. Hey, man, speaking of New York, Jay-Z is on a very short list of potential buyers for Wait For It, an NFL team. The Denver Broncos are allegedly up for sale. Quick question, though, man. Who do you see buying a team first coming from hip-hop, man? Jay Puff or somebody else? This is a good question right here. I don't think that there's a third person in, in uh, Drake? majority ownership. Drake. Oh, okay. okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dre could do it. Or Dre's own team in 10 years. Oh, you said Dre. I thought you said No, Drake. both. I'm saying both. Oh, you of them. said both of them. Yeah. Um, for these two, I gotta give the edge to Puff. Puff is a little bit better at corporate America than Jay-Z is. Shit. I think. Yeah, no. Nah. NFL corporate America. No, I think <laughs> Jay's already in bed with, with Goodell, bro. He is in bed with Goodell, but that's not the determining factor. You know, 
the board of the other 32 owners and what they look like in comparison to Jay-Z walking in there with the Basquiat hair and, and the new, like, I think that they would be scared of Jay-Z more so than they would of Puff. I think that not necessarily saying that Puff would play ball with them or anything of that right. nature or be less of a uh, advocate, but I just think that they they would think that Jay-Z is going to be more of a headache than Puff would, so let, let's let Puff in the door and see how this goes. So not on a money thing, not on a skill thing, but just based off a salesman thing, I've got to go with Puff here. Who you take? Well, Puff tried. He tried with the Panthers when they went up for sale until he seen that price tag. And listen, it sounds good. Oh, Panthers up for sale, man. Let me get that. I mean, like, listen, it fits Puff's profile all day long. He's supposed to be like, oh, yeah, put my name in the hat. Until you turn the tag around and you see <laughs> that the price of a franchise is two Bs. Two Bs? And you got to have a large percentage of that in cash, nigga, liquid. It is not as easy as it sounds. He'd have to sell a shit ton more of Ciroc. Y'all better be copping this all this summer Ciroc. Yeah, to get all that up, nigga. A fall pumpkin Ciroc. Like, you need to buy all of that shit, dude. I'm going liquid, nigga. I got to sell it all. But, it, but you want to buy a network? I got Revolt for sale. I got yeah, everything. It all got to go. I got to get liquid. But that's, that's, and that's why I lean toward Jay, because he's been making those plays which we've all been watching and been thinking to ourselves, why is he selling off some of title? Why is he selling off some of X, Y, Z? Why is he doing this? Why is he doing that? It makes sense that he's stacking up chips to get liquid enough to be able to buy a majority of a team. But they say he's in competition with, uh, with Bezos. And so I don't know how. You <laughs> Who in competition with Bezos? Bezos is also in the running to get the Broncos. Oh, I thought you meant in competition, like trying to keep up with him. I was oh, like, fuck no. Losing battle is this yeah, nigga. No, fight? <laughs> fuck what? Nigga space and shit, dude. Like, we're not fucking, no. But he, but, but, but Bezos is in talks of trying to get the Broncos too. So what, what the determining factor is for either one of them, I have no clue. Obviously, if it comes down to money, then Bezos, he's going to win in, against anybody. But I don't know if Jay's been really tight with Robert Kraft. Like, like he's, which is a... He has a major influence on the owners in the NFL, allegedly. So I don't know. I, I go Jay, and I would love to see it too, bro. That should be dope, man. I'd be a Bronc. I'd be a side Broncos fan of Jay Ball. You'll switch to be a Broncos fan. I wouldn't switch. I ain't listen. What I if he get my cheese majority, what, what if he became majority owner? That should be done. What Jordan's the majority owner of the fucking Hornets. I'm not fucking with the Bobcats. Jordan don't fuck with rappers, though. He ain't really fucking with us. That's though. a good point. That's like, true. Jordan, Jordan really like, I'm just really good at basketball. Y'all niggas like my shoes. That's true. Jay is the culture. So if yeah. Jay bought the Broncos flat out, he was 85% owner. It, that'll be my AFC you, team. I'll tell you one thing. The merch would be lit. That's what I'm because remember when Brooklyn, remember when Brooklyn first came out and he was like running and they had the all black logo and the and the biggie shit. Like that shit was hard. Or <laughs> Denver merch would be lit. And it's Colorado. I'm going to every home game. Going <laughs> down. Definitely doing that. Yeah, I mean that would be cool. Uh, I don't, I wouldn't root for him still though. Cowboys to the day I die, but that yeah. could be AFC team, dude. That's what I'm saying. You know, real fans don't do that. Yeah, that's true. I'm trying to Take sell a root it for two teams, man. It should irritates my soul. <laughs> I'm like, I, I root for the whole conference. <laughs> Shout out FSP cameraman, man. Absolutely. 
Uh, <clears throat> man, one th- one more quick topic before we get to this fourth quarter preview. We'll keep it New York. Fuck it. We've done everything I've seen right here in New York. Yeah. Benny the Butcher, man, says he's got a Drake verse on ice. There is a collab between Drake and Benny sitting on somebody's hard drive. My question is, is now the right time to drop that or does he need to hold up? Get that out of there for the fourth quarter come, man. Mm. It's like Kendrick Lamar, and we about to talk about this whole pipeline of fourth quarter shit that's about to happen, man. Get that out. Let that be the song that people know when the winner's here. Like, you don't want people trying to learn your shit when new Kendrick Lamar out or new whoever else we're going to talk about is going to drop over the summer season. And I ain't saying that to say um, it couldn't hold up, but going to flood the market, dude. Drake hot right now. I- I'm sure he ain't got control. Nah, probably it's Drake not. Drake verse. It's Drake's verse. It's yeah. Drake's song. Excuse me. <laughs> so, I agree. Yeah, I, I'm sure Benny don't have much control over. It. He said he's let the homies here to him and the homies have been riding around listening to it in Buffalo. Uh, but yeah, man, you got to let that go, man. You can't sit on that. Even if I'm Drake, like if I'm Drake, I want to let it go even more so. Like I can't be risking these Griselda niggas not being hot in a year or two. And I got this old ass verse with Benny that I wish people had heard because he tore it down. And nah, I gotta nah, let this out me, If anything goes left with Griselda, that shit is getting recycled bin. Uh, well, I'm, yeah, as a fan, I want to hear it so he'll drop it before anything goes left, but I don't expect that. I expect Benny to be around. Yeah, I'm surprised this wasn't on uh CLB. Um, I guess it doesn't fit, who knows? Yeah. But they've been this has been rumored for a while now, and Benny, much like us, is just waiting, <laughs> so he's playing the waiting game. We're in the same boat, it might as well have featured us. Cause we know about as much uh, about when it's going to drop as Benny does. He has no clue. And, but I would really like to hear the collab. I want to, I want to hear like the production. I know Alchemist has submitted some beats to, for sort of our lover boy. I don't think any of them made it. Maybe that's the collab Benny and Drake on the Alchemist. I guess she would sound crazy. Um, so I don't know. I'm looking forward to it, but real quick though, piggybacking off of Drake in the conversation last week with glasses Malone shout out. We had a very good comment on Instagram, somebody said Glasses was tripping because Drake, he said that Drake was not hip hop. And he said by his definition that he gave, then that means Kanye West isn't hip hop either. And we know that that's cap. So wait, what? the definition of hip hop for what Glasses Malone said was more rooted in the streets and, and culture and that Drake is a pop rapper. Right. And so he gave his example of a rapper with culture as Chief Keef. Right. So by the popular rapper, commercial rapper, not rooted in the streets, not rooted in culture, that also would fit Kanye West by definition. That's not true. Well, he's not a popular. No, really? just, but he's rooted in like, you knew Kanye West was from, from Chicago. Did Kanye but West look last... like a Chicago nigga with pink polos and backpacks, bro? Does he look like Chief Keith? A certain type of Chicago nigga, yeah. From what I understood, that was the sale though, right? That was the sale. He's the backpacking polo nigga. I'm the weird Chicago nigga. Like, uh, what? Lupe. Don't look like a Chicago nigga. I think that this was the anti-Chicago nigga and that was his selling point. And that that's more cultural than Drake. Like, Drake, you don't know. That's Cap. You don't know. Nigga from Toronto, bro. You know he exactly acted what it is. He was twelve. You know exactly. He knows how to be a chameleon. I agree with Glass. That's my guy. I agree with Glass because Drake know how to be a chameleon. So that definition makes perfect sense. And the reason that I don't think 
to that commenter's uh, point, I don't think that it applies to Kanye because Kanye is Chicago. He's street. He is the essence of what hip hop is. Hip hop ain't necessarily got to be gangster. It ain't got to be street in the sense of I'm going to shoot a nigga or go sell no dope. Correct. It has to be street in the sense of expressive hip hop culture. Like you can be hip hop at your job nine to five because of your shoes and what you rocking and the slang that you use. And I think that's what Kanye West is. Drake ain't. Drake it's know Drake. how to do it. Drake's he an got, actor. He got parts in his hair, bro. He got a heart haircut, bro. That's, he that's actor. Drake actor. He's a popular rapper. He's got he's got a heart cut in his hair, bro. Just like why do people get offended? Why do people get offended at that though? That's it's, good. A, like, it's a backhanded compliment. It's not. It's like saying. It's a backhanded compliment to call Michael Jackson the king of pop. He is. So the king of anything is a compliment, period. Drake is the king of rap pop. Now you taking that as that's a backhanded an, compliment because you're a Drake fan. That's how, but that's that's what hip hop tries to, you can't have it both ways. Like that is a compliment. Him being the king of hip hop pop is a fact. Like nobody can contend with what Drake did to, but if we're talking about the definition that Glasses gave and what we know as a rapper, nah, he can't be number one with that. Glasses, you got to pull up and fuck with us when you come to the A, bro. Because like we got we got to talk more about this, dog. I got to change your mind, bro. That was some of the feedback from the interview that I got. It was like, man, do y'all know that nigga? It seems like y'all like continue this conversation when y'all ended like that's how cool it was so that's <laughs> always the vibe that you're looking for in an interview when people are like y'all could have been homeboys i feel like i was a fly on the wall so shout out to glasses man i really enjoyed that interview we got to keep these coming those type of conversations with open-minded people that love hip-hop like we do absolutely man listen let's get to the topic at hand you know the season it's hoodie season the leaves are getting ready to change colors in a few weeks that means it's fourth quarter that means there's maybe some big dogs coming out. We're trying to end the year strong on hip hop. Start off a little slow. You're starting a little, little pandemic-y, a little slow with the releases, but now people are starting to trickle in. A-listers are starting to pull up, put some dates out there. And so we're going to give a, a little bit of a preview of what is to come. I guess, I guess first things first, just really quick, because this list is short, of confirmed albums with mm -hmm. dates of people that um, of a certain stature, You've got Meek Mill getting ready to drop. He just dropped his uh, album artwork for Expensive Pain. Uh, that comes out October 1st. And then Young Thug's long-awaited punk album comes out October 16th. Outside of that, there's a couple of joints dropping Friday. West Side Gun, Hitler Wears Hermes, Side B. Allegedly, Puff has an EP coming out on Friday, too. But for right now, that's the short list of confirmed dates what do you think about Meek Mill or, or Young Thug and what they might do with, with their project? It's been a minute for Meek real uh, on the low. Um, me personally, I'm not excited for Meek Mill, Puff. Young Thug I'm interested in because I've become more of a fan lately. That's nuts. Really appreciate the artist that he is and how he blesses these tracks. Slime season for life. Right. <laughs> no. Uh, I don't know. I think Meek Mill's time is done, dude. And I'm not saying that from a sense of he won't be able to maintain his career as a rapper, but he'll never be Meek Mill again. Like, that's done. Like, the single with Lil Baby and Dirk, I believe, proved that. The, the appearance on the shop when he was talking about 
um, I was in the studio with these young niggas, and I feel like I think he said they were watching me. Is the words that he used? He was a little rusty, man. He was just he just hey, been man. in the minutes since hey. he been in the gym. But listen, when you are in the game, you're being competitive in the sport. I ain't admitting that in public. I'm talking to my niggas. I tell y'all that, but that what that's what makes me think that me kind of like I'm over this. I know what I have to do to fill my obligations as a rapper, but I want to hang with Robert Kraft. I want to do, I, I think he's serious about the jail reform stuff because For it sure. affected his life so much. And um, I'm not knocking him in the sense of saying that I don't think that he can make good music anymore. I just don't think this is where his passion is going to be. Meek Mill is still a big name. He'll be a big name for a couple of more albums, but his best music is behind it. And I mm -hmm. think that we'll start to see that on this album. I thought I thought Meek Mill's catalog. I think Meek Mill's catalog is underrated, though. I will say that because Championship mm -hmm. was a fire album, and DC Four was also fire. I think he's. I think people sleep on this music, and I What's think the, they'll sleep on this too. I think this is gonna be banging. I, I have high hopes for this. How many how many albums do Meek got? Like five? How old is Meek? Give or take, because a lot of people don't count. He, he's got mixtapes too. The Dream so Chasing series. How old is Meek Mill? Meek like Mill. If, if he retired today, where would you rate his career? He's 34. Okay. If he retired today, that's kind of rough, man. That's not fair because a lot of his shit been cut short. He had a bad deal with T.I. Yeah, hey, I got locked rap. up. That slowed up his progress. Hey, man, that's rap, bro. Like yeah. a lot of shit can happen. A lot of like T.I. could have been goddamn Jay-Z if things had to win another way. He and 34 only has, is the eight. Hmm? This is his fifth album. So this is this is the album, right? Like this is Blueprint. This is uh Teflon Don. This is this is that stage of his career where we're about to see what the next 10 years are gonna do. I agree. Yeah, he hasn't had one in, in since 2018. So Wait, what do you think? What do you think? I'm ready for it, bro. I think I think it's gonna be good. He makes good music, period. He makes he makes good music. So it just it just is what it is. Now, whether he still got it or whether he needed that kick in the pants from Dirk and Baby. We'll see, but I have high hopes for this. I know the production gonna be on point. I know the features gonna be on point. I'm 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 looking for a new J uh, verse. I'm I'm ready for this, dude. I'm interested also to see if how many of his MMG counterparts are are, are on here. I wonder if Ross is on him. He knows how to make good music. Is he still interested in making good music? Is gonna be the point. That's a and good question. No, no Wale, no Rick Ross, mm. no Tracy T. No gunplay, no pill, no pill, <laughs> no Stolly, none of them niggas. No Marion, no Marion, MMGO or whatever the fuck that nigga name was. <laughs> none of them niggas is gonna be on the album. I promise you that. Oh shit! Looking at these albums though that aren't <clears throat> that haven't been confirmed, but we know they are on the way. What? Tell me which uh, an album or two that jumps out. Well, unless you want to, we okay, we know Kendrick is on the way. <clears throat> we know Kendrick's Oklahoma. We know it's on the way, baby. What is is that the title of his album? Yeah, that's, that's the folder that's allegedly got the the O K L M A M A knock on Obama. I have no idea. We don't know what it means. Okay, we have no fucking clue. Mm. He doesn't. He threw his phone in, in the ocean. He hasn't done any press. But that is supposed supposed to be the name of it. Of course, we know that that that's the next A lister to drop unless Jay drops out the sky. But that's the one we're waiting on. Other than Kendrick, because I know we're waiting on that. What 
else from this list jumps out to you? I feel like we've been talking about Pusha T's King Push for three years, four. He said it's coming, five. though. He said it's dropping this year. I'm interested to see where he goes. Mm. I, and, and because I believe he's such a good rapper, I'm interested to see his next step and not doubling down on continuing to diss Drake. So the King Push is very he interesting. Let, he got to let the diss Drake go. He got he got hang out up. Yeah, that's done. He's he you getting you getting afraid to give Jeezy territory now. Let it go. It's over. Yeah, it's it's dead horse. Yeah, we came, we seen, we conquered, we left. So I'm interested in what King Push and what that's gonna sound like, what it's gonna do, because these this is what was being worked on before that Kanye West wave came through. And I know, like I said, I feel like we've had this conversation 10 times over the last three, four years about this album, but I am still very interested, especially based off this list. And if we excluding Kendrick Lamar in what Pusha T does next in his kind of like wrap up of his career, because I feel like we get to that point with him as well. Um, God don't make mistakes, Conway. Ooh. Oh my God. If a nigga ever had the face to rap, Conway mm. got the face of a goddamn rapper. Like when, like that, that's it, my nigga. That's that's what you want to look like as a rapper when you spitting the bars and the nigga making the ugly face like it's Kanye. I'm excited, excuse me, like Conway. I'm excited to continue to see what Griselda graduates to. And when I say graduate, like the Hermes, uh, Westside was talking. He was saying, well, I got to drop that name now because yeah. I'm starting to gain more attention and not necessarily because I give a fuck about what people think is just the partnerships and the business aspect of it. I want to make sure I'm good there. Not that I'm not offended anybody. So I, I respected that. And it also made me think of like where they're going to go next too, because it's a long road for the type of music that they make and the growth that they're going to be doing over the next couple of years. I can't wait to see that as a hip hop fan and what that looks like and the new approaches that they'll take. Um, Wayne been back in his bag lately. I want to see, can he do that for an album? I want to see what a clear-headed Wayne at this age in life looks like. Uh, it's being, I am not a human being scares me. That because scares I know the what, shit out of me. My God, I know what that title and series has done and produced like loads of shit. Absolutely. The past. So I want to know where he's at now. I want to know what Lil Wayne sounds like and how, again, I keep talking about the ends of career, but this is where a lot of these people, the fourth quarter for the big dogs, these are legacy acts. Sure. So when we're talking about ends of career, all of these albums are impactful. I wouldn't be surprised if we did get a Jay-Z, like you said. Mm. We're waiting on a big boy Kendrick Lamar album. And I hope these things happen because that goes to you. And I, I think you said the same thing. I know that I said this though, when we were doing predictions and this year, it's going to be a big dog year. Like I predicted that everybody would drop Kendrick, Cole, everybody, yeah. everybody's coming out. And that's held up because people are bouncing back off the pandemic, trying to figure out the pivot to the next business move. So the ones that I mentioned, the ones that I can't wait for, which ones are on your list? Yeah. I mean, in, in addition to the ones you named, which I am looking forward to, especially that push of T remember it was supposed to be all Kanye. Then it was supposed to be all Neptunes. Now it's kind of a mix or fuck it now who knows who's doing the beer who right. fucking mike will at this point who knows but i'm looking forward to that push of t as well and i'm hoping he gets off of the drake diss and it's over with it's played out you won the round drake has won life just just call it let's call it a tie nigga like fuck it. They won yeah it that's now. fine that's cool 
Um, but there's a couple of people on here that are not necessarily A-listers that I'm looking forward to. Of course, Freddie Gibbs at Triple S sold, sold separately. I'm really interested in hearing that. He's been putting a lot. His name has been buzzing over the last couple of years and his profile has grown. Therefore, that gets you much more access to shit like producers, motherfucking big dog features that you need to give you a full body of work. I think he builds on his last two projects and takes another step forward um, in being more of a household name with this next album. And I'm so looking forward to that. Um, I can't wait to see what he does next on that. And then my young boy. You think Freddie Gibbs can be a superstar? No, but I do think he can make high, high, high quality projects, though. And that's more of what I'm interested in. I don't give a shit if he actually becomes a household name. I just want him to make a high quality product and not have to cross over and just keep doing him. He's in that lane where he doesn't have to make a single. You know what I'm saying? He doesn't have to make something for the radio. That's dope. So now he's got big boy producers on his jack that can make sure his production is A1. And now he can call it and get maybe a whole feature. Or he can call it and maybe get an, uh, an A, like get a Kendrick. I'm, I'm just saying, though, somebody, he can do that, bro. You never know. I bet Jay listened to Freddie Gibbs, though. I bet he don't. Shit. I bet he don't. <laughs> Damn lie. And then at least them title play tracks at the end of the year. You ain't never seen no Gibbs on that shit. I don't see it this year. No, uh, I ain't, like again, I pretty gives us an amazing rapper. Um, it's, it's just good music too, and it's not cheating. Mm, it's debatable. No. He makes uh, he's been making good music lately. He's been on that shit. Nigga. I just I'm no. hey, listen, I see it, I have the vision, Damn. it happens sometimes. You guys are late to the party. That's okay. Welcome. When you Welcome a nigga like Freddie Gibbs, crazy. When you a nigga like Freddie Gibbs, there's only so much dope you can rap about. He switched it up. He tries. They tell that to Pusha T also. Pusha <laughs> T is better at it though. No, that, no, that's debatable. Like again, Freddie Gibbs. I mean, Freddie Gibbs. I'm I'm really being facetious because I know you like him. I, I think that he's a strong artist. I just wonder, does he have a list capabilities? And I lean towards yes over no over you because of personality. He's one of those people I think like Vince Staples. Like Freddie Gibbs, a catch. Like he can wear a funny suit like that old school shit that he did and catch a single and you know white mainstream America. Oh, that's Freddie Gibbs guy. He's funny. I like him. Like he could do that over the next 20 years. So I yeah. think he, he, he'll he be around for a long time doing this because um, he is an amazing rapper, but he has a great personality as well. Agreed. Agreed. And uh, my young boy, man, Corday, formerly YBN Corday, he dropped the EP earlier this year that I thought was strong. Um, he's somebody that we were kind of hyped off of his last album, his debut album that came out that was generally well-received. I see him take another step forward from a bird's eye view is the next project. Definitely looking forward to that. I, I fucked that EP heavy and it was one of the, it was one that had to grow on me. So I'm glad it was only four records because I can, it could grow on me quicker because that first listen, I really wasn't oh. liking it like that. And then the more I listened to it, I was like, damn, I was tripping. Like, these are actually good records. I was like, oh, shit, these are good songs. And so I'm excited to see what he got cooking up. He's been relatively low-key, and um, I think he got a lot to say. And he's one of the more talented out of the youngsters out here. So I'm definitely interested on that uh, Corday album from a bird's eye view, supposedly coming sometime this fourth quarter. I hope that happens. It's going to be interesting, man. Corday look a little comfortable, man. Mm. I hope he's still hungry, bro. I, I follow him. You don't follow his IG, dude. I don't. 
Yeah, man, he look a little comfortable, man. He living life off that first album, man. He got Osaka. They traveling the world. My nigga going doing free HBCU concerts, man. I don't know if that same hunger there. So I look forward to that too because I really enjoy him. I'm, I'm, I like him. Um, I'm a fan of what he does. Like, check out his Instagram. He's, he, he, he look like he living life. He's grown into the being a rapper person now. So, yeah, it's always fun to hear a second album from a talented person. Right, so they can tell you the experience. Like that first album, you get. They always say you get your whole life to make that. And then that second Absolutely. album, we get to hear how you're dealing with being famous. Yep. And I think Corday is a well thought out person. He's a thoughtful dude. I love to hear how a millennial guy in his age group is dealing with being more famous now. I can't wait to hear that. Absolutely. If we, if we want to look on the other end of the spectrum, Ti's last album, Kill the King, is on the way. He just dropped the freestyle. He couldn't wait to drop that free. Soon as them charges got dropped, he hit play. He hit the button on the goddamn streaming sites. He couldn't get that freestyle out fast enough. Well, in any hopes for Ti's last album? I love Ti, man. Everybody listening to this show know that. Um, hopes that yeah, whatever Ti got to do to continue to feel relevant, man. I hope he keep doing because I can tell he enjoying himself. He was on the movie set last week. It's just, I'm not sure that we can still expect, like, I'm serious, King level, that type of T.I. I I don't know if he still has that feeling anymore or if he still has a lot more stories to tell. As a fan, I think he do, because I like the last album. What was the last album? Dime Trap. Dime Trap, yeah. Dime Trap was the last album. No, Libra. Libra. Yeah, Libra was good. It was. Dime Trap was okay. Uh, But, yeah, I I, I enjoy T.I. I always want to hear – what he has to say new. I hope it's not too focused on the the whole shit. The that allegations. Just yeah, I don't need to hear T.I. do a whole album of allegations again. But um, I do want to hear his perspective on what's going on right now, just being T.I., being the person that he is. We've grown to know him as in the second, in the second stage of his career. So I, I can't rate it or nothing right now, but I'm excited for it, but I'm a T.I. fan. Yeah, he got to go out with a bang, man. Give me, give this, me. This is this. This ain't gonna be the last album. We talked about this. That's what he this said. Shut. Nah, he gonna drop another one if he's gonna die. Listen, you heard it here first, but in the next, I don't know how many years that Nelly Ti collab album. Oh my god, that's gonna that's gonna be on the books. The and when you see that, and we we're still potting if we ain't the owners of a big network by then doing an ESPN style hip hop station, I will be able to say I told you so when that Nelly Ti come out. Listen, <laughs> um, oh my God, that <laughs> I see Nelly on a Burger King commercial and I was like, dude, what are y'all doing? Like, who's idea? You're the biggest Nelly yes. hater in America. That's nuts too. Burger King couldn't get Travis Scott or Sweetie, so they got Nelly Corn the Cornell Hayes meal. What kind of yes. shit? Who came up with that? No is it fuck? called the Cornell Hayes meal or the Nelly? Yeah. No, it's not. They were like, we kept it. it no, they were saying the ingredient, the, the, the meal is so real. They, they made me use my real name. I was like, what? <laughs> Nigga, that shit trash, dude. And no, it's not real. I was on board until they said that that was nuts. I thought no, that you were calling him Cornell Hayes because you were a hater. But somebody needs to be fired for Burger King for that. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, you got fired for that. Because you can use that. Don't get me wrong, though. I'm not agreeing with you. Because no. you can use Nelly in 2021 for an ad in a Burger King commercial, but you have to use Nelly. Like, I don't... Cornell, Cornell Hayes. Hayes was trash. That was trash. That, ain't, that really ain't nothing. Like, you're pushing it, 
I agree with you, you may be pushing it, but I don't agree with you. It's the wrong move to make unless you're going by Cornell Haynes. Then we we got a whole nother, like somebody needs to start clearing out their desk. Like we get you, you out of here. Do you have any hopes whatsoever that the baby can make a masterpiece with his new album called Masterpiece on the way? No. Same. You, did you listen to the new song? No, it was, it was about mental health. Yeah, when he talk about his brother, the one with him and Wayne. I didn't listen to that, but I did see some people talking about it. I didn't, I didn't know if it was new. I'd seen someone comment say it's the best song about mental health they've ever heard. No, well, that's, that's anytime somebody that. says this is the best, I stopped listening. That's why I kept scrolling, because I was like, oh, as you baby, should have. Baby, I would have done the same thing, but he he's trying to switch up the subject matter, even though he mentions he'll shoot a nigga in the mind. He, he always kind of goes back to his roots of what he only knows. But when he steps outside of that, when he talks about his brother, and he, apparently he found his brother, I ain't know this. His brother committed suicide, and, and the way he said in, in the record is that he's the one that found him which adds a whole new layer to it, obviously. And so he spoke on that. And so, and it's called, the song is called Lonely. And so when he gets in that bag, like dude is, he, he's creeping into a top tier level when he does that. It's when he goes back to the regular same old, I'm a rapper that'll shoot you. When he, when he keeps you recycling that same bag, he is, it's, it's mediocre. But when, when he wants to, when he said, when he steps outside of that, man, dude, nice, like on some real shit. And Wayne yeah. murdered that verse too. God, damn. what's the name of the song? Lonely. Okay. The yeah, baby Wayne. The baby's a good rapper. Like that. 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 That much is very prevalent from his career thus far. And he is nice when he gets in that bag. I love the intro off Kurt. Exactly. And I'm one of exactly. the biggest critics of his career. The thing is, you hear the intro off Kirk, and you wonder why he doesn't apply that. Like it's cool, my nigga. If you want to talk about the same thing to shoot them up, bang, bang, shit, just find interesting, innovative ways to apply it. There you go. Like, bro, I'm a Jeezy fan. I love, like, that's one of my favorite rappers ever. All he talks about is selling drugs. But it was so creative, the different ways that he talked about it every time he spoke about it, you had to fuck with it. Was it, though? It was, 100%. Michael Jackson of his lane. Michael Jackson of his lane and he done done it, especially when it first came out. I'm Donald Trump okay. and a white T and white ones. Like this shit was just like, okay, this is amazing. It was different. But yeah, that's true. He continued to try to do that. It, it matured more throughout his career with the baby. I just don't, that, I feel like that he know he can rap and he know he got a cold flow. So he don't want to switch it. He don't want to get outside the box. He don't want to challenge himself and make other things. And when he does do it every now and then, because he's feeling emotional, it's fire. Mm -hmm. Like feel more emotional. It's like, give us more emotional, whatever it is that you tap into when you do those songs. I like then niggas, I promise they won't complain about the flow. They won't complain about the subject matter. Just give us that instead of the, I shoot a nigga bang bang and then my pants hang. Like, bro, we don't care, my nigga. I shoot nigga bang bang and my pants hang was a bar though. I got bars stuff. <laughs> Hey, man, before we get to these wins and losses, just a couple of more I'm going to throw out here that are on the way. Wale for Lauren 2 is around the corner. Uh, Rick Ross, Richard and Ever is supposed to be coming late, fourth quarter. Uzi with the pink tape. A lot of people looking forward to that. Roddy Rich, Live Life Fast. Of course, Travis Scott, Utopia is around the corner. We know that's going to be a whole rollout. He probably got fucking Nintendo lined up with him. Who knows? Um, and then for my older guys out there, Mount Westmore. It's coming. That is too short. 
E40, Snoop Dogg, and Ice Cube. That is still on the way as well. Supposed to drop fourth quarter. Can't believe you ain't waiting on that Mount West boy. Absolutely not. I'll listen to it though, but it'll probably be a one and done. I can tell you that now. Man, um, I, out of those, I I think the um, Travis Scott continues to build on what he's been doing out here with, and it goes even to a higher level. Is what mm. I'm trying to say. Another thing I was trying to say is with the did you see Uzi just this past week? They had him on IG. The nigga was in the gym and shit. Yeah, Did you know Uzi would with lift weights. Like how how fucked up is that? Niggas out here talking shit about Uzi because <laughs> he like five two. He real he short. Be trying yeah. To, yeah, nigga cutting everything. Dude be trying to hide it under them clothes. And the little nigga sneak you, man. <laughs> I said, man, imagine niggas out here talking shit about Uzi, joking and shit. This little nigga choke you up and shit, man. Little nigga yoke you up around the leg. <laughs> Uzi was in Uzi, the gym man. getting swole. I said, oh, shit. Run up gotta go Uzi work out, man. Oh, yeah, I got to go work out if I'm going to be talking shit about little Uzi, man. Oh, man, that's hey. funny as fuck, man. Let's get to these wins and these losses. We got an L to your man, little baby. He took to social media to say that the $400,000 Patet Philippe watch that he got from a jeweler was actually fake. Big L to little baby for that. Yes, a big L, rare L. That's true. It's allowed to stay full of W's for little baby, man. So a rare L for him, man. I don't know why you take the social media and tell though. Just give me my money back. My you got to put the, you got to, you got to blaze them. You got to put the pressure to him, man. Yeah, Cause it was an actual the, jeweler. He, I'm he, going he to put jeweler. the pressure to you. I right, my nigga. Come on with them 400 racks. IG ain't got nothing to do with this. I promise you, my Plus nigga. interest. Yeah, as far as they know, I got my watch. You gone somewhere, my nigga. Don't apply like I probably like listen. IG was the last place we going for them 400,000, my nigga. I don't give a fuck who shop with him after this. If you can find it, I promise you, I got my money. <laughs> if I'm a little baby, oh, I promise shit. you that, buddy. Uh, we do got a W to pass out to his partner, though, Gunner. He opened up a free grocery and clothing store inside of his old middle school for his efforts. He was awarded Gunner Day on September 16th down here in South Fulton, man. So triple salute to Gunner for that. That was super dope. Absolutely, man. Shout out to Gunner for that. Hopefully we maybe can pull up to Gunner Day or the store or something and, and do some own scene side stuff man but shout out to the atlanta rappers as a whole man as we yeah. do these wins and losses a lot of pulling up a lot of putting on big stepping as they call it in the a and i love to see it man i like to see that everywhere free grocery store though bro inside of that's the school hard. that's hard let's do it run it up it's the end I'm of the year all of that stuff started to come out too spend that money so you ain't got to pay it in taxes yeah exactly you might everything off my yeah yeah Free backpacks, call what y'all want. Turkeys, <laughs> what y'all want. Give it away. Get them requests in now, nigga. Facts, nigga. Give it away. I'd rather give it to you than Uncle Sam. Oh, shit. Big W. The, the, the tax game is so wild, but that's a whole other story. Yeah, it's another uh, Patreon uh, episode. Man, listen. Uh, w to Jeezy, though, man, and uh, Jeannie Mai uh, just announced they are pregos. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know if we know if it's a boy or a girl, man, but I'm interested to see what Jeezy goes with the name. Is he going to go Ice like Gucci or is he going to go playing Jane with it, man? I'm excited. I'm ready to see. Little Snow. Look, if he named the baby Snow, Snow, he'll be doing too much. That's too much. That's too much. That's, that's, some, that's too much. What if he named the baby Brick? Somebody already Brick did a that. Cool, Brick a cool, Brick-eyed name, though. Somebody Brick. already did that, though. Brick? Yeah. 
That's what um Pusha T uh daughter name. Brick. Yeah. I don't believe it. Tough. That's hard. Uh, let me look at uh let me make sure because it's somebody's name. Yeah. No, oh, that's that's the middle name. Brick. First name is Nigel. Nigel Bricks Thornton. Yeah, with an S, Bricks. B-R-I-X-X. That's pretty hard, right there. I That's like doing it. too much, man. You you forcing it. Look, Bricks, man, you're not, that's hard. Man, you, hard. You're forcing it, Pusha T. Like, come on now. That's hard. And I'm joking. I was through high school with yeah, Bricks. I got him right here. <laughs> All through high school. Man. All through private school. Guys, Bricks here? <laughs> yep. How many you need? Nigga, all through homeschool, nigga. What the right, fuck? all through all through being tutored by the <laughs> mastermind from MIT that teaches you math in the third grade. Fuck out of here, man. Um, on Decker of the Week, though, we're going to Patreon, man. We got another subscriber. We are cooking over there. Shout out to my guy Chaz, man. Appreciate that. Um, hopping in on the tiers. I told you we got something special coming up very, very soon for Patreon. Keep your eyes locked, but good looking, Chaz. We appreciate that big dog. My guy Derb, man. Shout out to him 100%, man. We appreciate you. Absolutely, man. What you got to put me on? I was recently out. Man, you know you can find you some good little deals in the... Uh, oh, I need that book. I'm hot in uh, All of those, man. This was in uh, Ross. Wow. Maybe. This was in Ross. You want to get two of them? That's what's up. They didn't have... You know how this shit be. It was sitting there for... Uh, just sitting there like randomly came across it on some fucking discount being it was like $13 oh. but is the complex sneaker of the year table book fire since 1985 uh, yes sir this is pretty pretty dope I've been looking through this this year it's motivated me to put something together but I like this, this book is fire have you seen it you got it I don't have it but I, yeah. I have seen it though that's dope all right though what you got to put us on? Um, I'm going to take it to the TV, man. Netflix There's a new series, a Korean series called Squid Game. Everybody is talking about it. I'm about to start it. Y'all wait until I give you the word. I'm going to let you know if it's worth watching. But the streets say it is fire. It's like a scary type. People like locked in a room. Factor. Yeah, kind of sort of like that type of vibe. But it's a Korean joint. But the Korean movie's been cooking lately, man, with uh, Last Train to Busan and um, with um, Parasite. Parasite. So I'm interested to see what a series will do. I just got to be in the mood to read. Um, <laughs> the yeah, I was going to say, I can't believe you watched that Last Train to Busan. That shit was fire, though. That preview looked really good, man. And I hit play and the shit was in subtitles. I was so mad. Yeah, you, you got to be in the mood for that, man. I, Ew, I was mad about that, nigga. But that, man, but that movie hard, though. Really? Super, man. Yeah, they killed it. Like, that's one thing that Korean movies do a good job of is they build character development really quickly. And they make you give a shit about the people that's on screen. So, yes, it is a zombie movie and blah, blah, blah. And what you've seen those before, but the way they make it, they're not, the characters aren't disposable like they are with some of these zombie movies that we get. Like where it's just like, oh, okay, you just here for the kills and shit. Yeah. But it had a really good story to go along with it. It was fire, bro. I got to check that out one day when I feel like listening to it. You know, another movie that I'd, I'd never seen, uh, but I heard people talk about it. I watched this weekend on vacation. Uh, Zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. You seen that? Nah, but I heard it was dope though. And that shit. <laughs> the sniper joint. No and yes, it's yeah. it's not necessarily about this, bro. It's the the movie is about them catching Bin Laden. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And that yeah. mission, 
but it starts 12 years prior and show like all the small events that led up to that and like the cia lady that was working the cases and the interrogations man that shit was fine yeah i heard that shit was hard Ray, I, I was hot. I had never seen that shit, nigga. Then it was like two and a half hours. I was locked all the way in the whole time for that. I heard that shit was dope. Um, Speaking of that, Bin Laden, please, please watch that 9-11 on Netflix. Please. The documentary? Yeah, man, the series. Is it new stuff? Is it like, what, is yeah. it like conspiracy theory stuff? Nah. Uh-uh. It's like just giving you facts of what happened. Well, you, okay. you know, facts. Quote, unquote. Facts. Right. <laughs> it's coming from the government. I don't know what side of the fence y'all fall on, but if, right. but yes, yeah. facts. But they showed the f- I watched episode two and nigga, that shit was rough, nigga. So yeah. if, if you don't feel like feeling like that, then <laughs> yeah. don't watch I, it. I almost watched that on plane. Oh, oh hell no. I was like, nah. But they got the they got the phone calls where like from like the people that were up on the flight that it was about to hit the Pentagon. They, they got the voicemails from that. Nigga, they showed the footage of the second tower falling and people running from the smoke cloud. Like, it's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Mm. I ain't never seen nothing that crazy, bro. I'm not bullshitting. It's crazy shit of them. I may check that out. It's rough, though. Crazier than the Katrina shit? It's crazier than Katrina shit. No way. That's the craziest shit I've ever seen, bro. They had, a nigga, they had a nigga on his cell phone filming that shit, dude. And as the smoke monster was coming toward him. He was hiding behind a car door and he was like, man, if I don't make it, tell my wife. <laughs> I'm like, God damn. Man, look why. Please be, I got to watch this shit too. Damn. It's mind it blowing, dude. I couldn't imagine it. being down there when that shit popped off. Yeah, shit crazy. Anywho, appreciate y'all for the journey this week, man. Y'all leave a comment on youtube.com slash on deck TV. Let us know which album you're looking forward to for this fourth quarter. And of course, patreon.com slash realville. Like I said, big shit popping. Click the link in the description to subscribe. Got a big month coming up very soon. Be on the lookout for that too, man. Anything else before we get out of here? Big quarter, not just a big month. That's true. Big quarter. This is time for big fans and fans have been supporting us for a long time. It's going to be very beneficial for you guys in the fourth quarter. Shout out to the rest of the podcast and the Real Bill Media Network and all the other people that make this thing go. Uh, we look forward to providing you guys with great content, FSP, fresher than your average, all the TV reviews and the content, YouTube. Be on the lookout because there's a lot of work to be done this fourth quarter, man, and we look forward to doing it. Absolutely, man. We out. <laughs>